You're listening to Matt Loves Cameras. Film cameras. Instant cameras. And everything analog photography related. Over the last six weeks, I've shot four or five rolls of Cine Steel's 400D film, and I absolutely love it. Listen along as I tell you about the film, and I describe some of the images that I've shot with it over here in Brisbane this winter. Also keep listening for an update on the fantastic zine shipping information, and also details, of course, of the next Expo competition. I'm Matt Murray, and this is Matt Loves Cameras. Hello my friends, how are you? I hope you are well wherever you are all around the world. Welcome to another episode of Matt Loves Cameras, episode 62 of Matt Loves Cameras. I actually lost track of the episodes there. Of course, the last two podcasts on this uh, channel, you call it? do you call it a channel? I'm not sure what you call it. Uh, but the last two episodes on here, of course, were the Analog Hour, Analog Hour 1 and Analog Hour 2, which is the new YouTube chat show that I'm doing with Lucy Lumen. We're posting that on YouTube on Lucy's channel. And of course, we're posting the audio here afterwards. So I hope you have listened to those shows. I hope you enjoyed them. Two people rambling on a whole lot of nonsense mostly, but um, hopefully you find it a little bit entertaining. But we are back into a solo podcast here today, finally, after what seems like forever. The last week or so, I was actually planning on doing this episode last week, but it finally caught up with us, my friends. Yes, COVID. COVID finally caught up with us. So the last eight days or so here at the Matt Loves Cameras household, we have been basically doing nothing except lying around, groaning, coughing, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, So all four of us got COVID. My wife came down with it first and she was just like in bed for two days. Um, Then I got it. Uh, My son got it. He actually got it particularly bad. He's only 11 and, you know, we were hoping that if the kids ever got it, they'd be asymptomatic. But no, my son was like a couple of nights there. He was really bad. We didn't know whether to take him to the hospital or not. But he pulled through okay. Uh, my daughter also got it. My daughter, I think, pretty much escaped. She um, she had a bad cough and was, wasn't feeling well a couple of days. But other than that, she got away with... Uh, with the least amount of symptoms, which is which is good because she's an asthmatic like me. Uh, so there you go. That the last eight days has been basically a write-off. Hardly anything. I watched a couple of movies and mostly slept in. Been so tired, falling asleep in the sofa. Oh my gosh, uh, it just feels like such a waste of time being sick, but uh, there you go. Anyway, so today we have a a cool little show for you today. That's enough of the COVID talk. So I've got a cool little show for you today. I'm going to be talking about Cindy Still 400D. I'll be discussing the, uh, what it's like, how to shoot it. I'll be talking through the the review of 400D, which is on my website, mattlovescameras.com. I've published three YouTube videos about Cindy Still 400D. So I'll be talking you, uh, I'll be talking about them as well. And I'll also be doing a little ranking of new film emulsions. So I've also done a video on this about six weeks ago, but I'll just be talking through that as well in case you haven't caught up with the YouTube videos. Uh, There's also going to be an update right now 
on the fantastic 2021-22 zines. So just before I got sick, I managed to get about 15 of the zines out. So these were all international orders. So if you ordered uh, basically as soon as it opened up, then you might be one of the lucky first few people who are going to get their zines. So about 15 went out about eight, nine days ago. And then basically as soon as I tested tested positive for COVID, all the rest have sat here. I haven't touched them. Um, But I did, um, you know, test negative this morning. So most of today, so today, Sunday, I have been packaging up all of the rest of them. So all the rest of them will go out tomorrow. Now, if you've had a zine off me before, you might notice a little bit of a change. And that change is that in the past, when I've only had like 20 or 30 zines to do in a row, I've handwritten all the envelopes. And I've also put a little note in each sort of package to say, hello, thank you for buying. Here's your zines. Uh, You know, cheers, Matt. Uh, This time I didn't do any of that, though, uh, because... It was actually, you know, there's over 40 to send out this time, which was 40 envelopes to address. And then I have to, when I write the address and the envelope, I've got to double check it, make sure I've written it right. So this time I just grabbed all of the addresses from PayPal and I printed them out and I stuck them on the front of the envelopes. And I didn't do any uh, notes this time either because I was a little bit late in getting these out. I didn't want to delay them any further. So I'm sorry if you're expecting a nice little note from me. I, I apologize. I think only maybe, I think maybe two or three people got notes uh just uh, for, for special thank yous and whatever but that's about it everyone else <laughs> there's no note this time i'm sorry but i'm, I'm sure you'll uh, you're sure you won't mind too much so over 20 people ordered the mystery zine in the end and most of the about half of those people got my new mini zine polaroids of winham and about half the other half of people got zines from my collection such as the the cafe royal ones or old versions of sprocktastic and pantastic and some other zines I have kicking around the place that were all in, you know, beautiful mint condition. So there you go. So if you've ordered your mystery zine, it's on the way as well. And regardless of whether you ordered the mystery zine option, everyone, of course, is getting a copy of the Fantastic Volume 2, the Fantastic 2021-22 competition zine. And there's also, what else is in there? There's a couple of postcards in there. And there's also probably a Matt Loves camera sticker in there as well. Uh, I think I ran out at one stage, but I, I've, I've just got a fresh batch in the mail. So yeah, there you go. So everything is on the way. Look out for that over the course of the next, well, two, four, six weeks, depending where you live in the world. Oh, and breaking news. I forgot to add this to the, the first version of the podcast. So if you're listening to this, it means that you've actually received the, the little podcast edits after I published it. There are six copies left of Pantastic, six copies left. So if you didn't order one and you want one, you can still get one. Head along to mattlovescameras.com. And I think it's the fourth article down. It says, order Pantastic 2022 zine. Click on that link there and you go through to the page and towards the bottom is where you can order your copy of Pantastic 2022. There's only six copies left, so make sure you get in quick. So now here is my mini review of CineSteel 400D. CineSteel 400D is a new color negative film that was announced in March 2022. The film was sold through a successful pre-order campaign on the CineSteel website and CineSteel confirmed they are making 400D in 35mm, 120 large format and hopefully later this year in 220 format, which is interesting. I don't really, do I have any 220 backs? I don't think I do. 
uh, but I didn't order any anyway, so it's a bit of a, a bit of a moot point. Uh, so I only ordered twenty rolls of four hundred D in thirty five mil, and the reason I did that was because there was an early bird sort of offer, and if you ordered in late March, it had a shipping date of April, which was fantastic because they got the film out really quickly in thirty five mil format. I actually had mine here in Australia in May, which was fantastic. Uh, I understand from you know watching social media the last week or so that a lot of people who ordered 120 have only just got their film in the last you know one to two weeks and uh, I, I also did hear that perhaps the Sydney still um, you know uh, customer service reps were a little bit um, overrun with people getting angry at them saying where's my film where's my film because the 120 was a little bit delayed I think a tiny bit delayed not too much but it was a little bit delayed so that's why I only ordered 35 mil and I've been very very happy with it so far I did, of course, do a video on my YouTube where I said that 400D was my second favorite film announcement of the year and Adox Color Mission was number one. Well, my friends, after shooting four or five rolls of this film, I think I've actually swapped places. 400D is, is definitely been my favorite film of the year so far. I've really, really loved the results and I'll tell you a bit more about it in case, in case you haven't watched my YouTube videos. So CineStills say that 400D is a brand new film they've been developing for a few years with their manufacturing partners around the world. They say it is a little bit different to other films sold by them in that it is not a repackaged motion picture stock without Remjet. 400D is specifically designed for still photography. There you go, specifically designed for still photography. They then also have this uh, quote on their website, and I'm going to read this quote out. This new film is based on advanced technology found in motion picture emulsions and at the same time delivers features exclusive to still photography materials in both unexposed and processed states. I have no idea what that means, but in case in case you do, I thought it might be interesting to read out. Uh, so there you go. So it doesn't really matter to me, you know, whether it is this or it is that. I mean basically all it comes down to me you know the proof of the pudding is in the eating and I've done a lot of eating of this particular pudding I've, I've shot four or five rolls now and I absolutely love the results so when the film first turned up I got out there straight away and I shot a roll of box speed in my Fujifilm Class S and that was the subject of my first CineSteel video which is CineSteel 400D uh, what's it called? I'm actually, I'm looking at the thumbnail at the moment. The thumbnail was kindly done for me by uh, Lux Lumen <laughs> and it's got 400D. Is 400D worth the hype? There's a picture of my beautiful daughter on there. But the, the official title of the video is Sydney Still 400D shot on Fujifilm Class S. So that was my first video. Uh, I really liked it. Um, sort of, I guess, one of the issues was perhaps I shot some of the images that are a bit overexposed and when the images were a bit overexposed perhaps I wasn't um, looking uh, through the viewfinder and I wasn't noticing that the shutter speed on the Class S might have been blinking at me I'm not sure uh, but certainly some images do look overexposed and the images that are overexposed there is quite a bit of halation on there which is really interesting uh, I think it's a kind of you either love it or hate it kind of thing uh, but yeah that's, that's very interesting and the other video then I did about a few days after that one was Sydney Steel 400D pushed two stops shot on Fujifilm Natura. So I took both of those cameras out. Uh, yeah, so I had the, the Class S with box speed 400D 
and the Natura, I put an ISO 1600 sticker on there and I shot that at ISO 1600 and I asked my lab, Ikigai Film Lab, to push it two stops for me. And although I absolutely love the box speed images, I was blown away with the, the images that I pushed. And then my latest video on my YouTube is one where I shot two more rolls of CineSteel 400D at ISO 1600 and had the lab push them two stops. So I'll tell you a bit more about the film and then I'm going to sort of describe the photos as they appear on my online review. So the next thing to talk about is the color palette. CineSeal 400D has quite a nice color palette. You know, you do get some sort of rich, vibrant colors in there, but it definitely has a, a sort of a slightly softer look than other films like Gold and Ektar. So, you know, if you're looking for that massive kind of saturation punch, if you're shooting at a box speed, you know, you're probably not going to get that. They are sort of slightly muted sort of colors, but I do think they are very nice. Uh, so definitely give it a go and see what you think. But I've been really, really happy with the colors that I'm getting out of it at box speed. Certainly when you push the colors, uh, sorry, when you push the film, the colors are, you know, more saturated and more contrasty. And that's probably where you do get more of a punch with them. But I'll talk about that in a little bit. Now, the film has got a very good dynamic range. Uh, Cindy still say that you can, you know, uh, shoot this anywhere from ISO 200 up to ISO 800 with normal processing, and you can push it up to three stops. So, so far, I've pushed it two stops, I think. Uh, three rolls of film I've pushed two stops and the images look absolutely fantastic you know the the colors uh, from the from the push the two-stop push look fantastic the sort of much sort of bolder and richer more saturation more contrast but even with that two-stop push you know this is a fine grain film so there's is not that much grain at box speed and even when you push it two stops it does look really fantastic so uh, in my latest video you know I've, I've done a another video on 400D which is called Is Cine Still 400D The New Natura? And I sort of outlined some reasons why I think shooting Cine Still 400D and pushing it two stops is much better than shooting Natura. I'll go through those reasons in a little bit but we'll, we'll keep going on with the, uh, the review here. So yeah, CineSteel do sort of promote the fact that this has got a very wide dynamic range. And not only can you, you know, sort of expose it anywhere from ISO 200 to ISO 800 with normal processing. Like I said, you can uh, push this film up to three stops. And on the 35mm canister, there are these little check boxes where you can indicate to your lab that you have pushed the film one stop, two stop or three stops. Like I said, I think I've shot maybe three rolls of film at ISO 1600 and I shot I've shot one roll of film at ISO 3200. Look, the, the images at ISO 3200, I shot on my Contax G1. They, they turned out okay. Uh, look, I'm not sure I would do it again. Like the images are a little bit dark in places. It's almost like there wasn't, wasn't enough light on the film to be able to, you know, when he pushed it three stops, it just wasn't that much there in the first place. So perhaps it was because I was shooting those images in very low light conditions. Maybe I should have shot the film when it was a bit brighter. Um, interesting results. I'll probably do another video on that at some stage on my YouTube. Uh, for the moment though, I think 1600 for me is is the sweet spot. I, I don't think I'll be uh, wasting another roll uh, shot at ISO 3200 just yet. Not unless I, I get a better supply of this film anyway. 
Now, another key feature of this film is halation. Yes, you should definitely expect some halation with 400D, not only at nighttime with those sort of neon lights, but also during the day. And as I uh, explain, describe some of these photos I've got here, uh, we'll definitely talk about some halation in, in these images. And it actually kind of surprised me in some of them. So, yeah, very, very interesting sort of look. I, I don't mind the halation in some of them where it's subtle, but where it's a little bit over the top, uh, yeah, I'm not as much of a fan of that. Okay, so I'm going to describe now some of the images that I've shot on 400D. So go along to mattlovescameras.com if you're playing along at home and you're looking for the post on or the page on my website called City Still 400D Film Review with Sample Images. At the moment, it is the very top of the uh, the website as I record this, but it'll probably go down if you're listening to this uh, after July 2022. It'll probably go down the page a little bit. Okay, so the the first image is right at the very top there. There's a really nice image of a Datsun, a good old yellow Datsun. Where, where's Datsun gone? They, they seem to have disappeared off the face of the earth. Uh, but this is a car probably from the 70s or the 80s. And I shot this uh, not far from where I live in Cleveland. And it was early one morning. You can just see the, the sun rising over the building there on the left. And of course, this the sunlight, uh, the rising sun, you can see quite a lot of sort of halation there, a sort of red glow around uh, the top of the building there, which I really like. And uh, that building's actually like a garage where they fix up cars. And you've got all this lush kind of growth of, you know, palm trees. And I don't know what kind of tree that is, the big tree. But I really like this image. It's a, it's a classic kind of, uh, yeah, kind of, you know, old car next to old building kind of image. And that image was uh, shot in the Fujifilm Natura Black Pushed Two Stops. Going down the page, the next one is a shot of box speed. It's an image of Raby Bay Harbour with a really nice reflection there. The light was sort of dying by this stage, but um, you can see there that even though it was kind of very late in the afternoon, there's still really nice look to it. You know, there are sort of lights there in the buildings, but um, yeah, it's captured it really well there. I think it's, it's some nice, uh, lovely colours to that. The next one is my beautiful daughter. I took this on a rooftop car park at Victoria Point and she was trying on my son's uh, new sort of big puffer sort of jacket. Uh, she doesn't actually like this photo. She hates when I, I sort of put this out on social media or whatever, but um, you know, I don't have a lot of in-house models, so I've got to use what I've got, you know what I mean? And uh, if they don't like the photos, well, it's uh, it's just tough sometimes. Uh, the next image down is a uh, quite an interesting image in a way, just for the colours. This is a house in Cleveland, and I just really like the, the, the colours here. You've got these greens and, and reds and yellows, and it sort of shows that... You know, on one hand, the colors are quite kind of rich and bright, but on the other hand, they are definitely kind of softer than you would get if you took that image on Ektar or Gold. The next photo down is the contact sheets from my box speed roll, and you can sort of see the wide range of images there. And of course, as I said earlier, there was quite a few images that were a little bit overexposed, and they're on the right-hand side there of the contact sheet. But all the other ones uh, towards the middle and the left look pretty good. 
The next shot down is an image of a car that was parked outside my house. And uh, yeah, there was an auction on uh, probably a few weeks a few weeks back. The, the property market has been red hot here. And uh, I really like this. This is some classic kind of car. And you can see just some very subtle halation there on the, the body of the car and on the chrome of the wheel. So I quite like that where the halation is subtle. You'll see in the next picture, this one is a bit overexposed. This is the kids walking down to the beach. But look at the halation there and my son's back wow it's pretty pretty over the top so uh look I, I think if you do overexpose at a box speed this is what you're going to get in bright sunlight you will get you know kind of uh pretty full-on halation there the next image is uh, next two images actually were from my first roll that I shot at ISO 1600 push two stops so it's my kids in front of an ice cream van eating an ice cream and the one below that is the old gas station shot yes this is the petrol station that I shot just to finish off the roll and I really like that image and uh, a lot of people seem to like that one which is great and uh, there's loads of links in here to my other videos all three of my videos are linked on this page as well and now we're right down near the bottom of the page uh, under the heading Cindy Steel 400D Sample Images. So there's a nice image there of Wynnum, this little laneway in Wynnum with nice lights. And you can see the halation there on the, the fairy lights, but I think that looks fantastic. Really nice range of colours uh, on this film when it's pushed two stops. The next one is of a washing line and it's quite nicely framed there by these beautiful red flowers. And I think the colours again looks really nice there. Another shot of Raby Bay, and this is uh, a box speed. And again, like this is box speed and it's getting quite dark, but um, you know, with an F2.8 lens, the Fujifilm Class S was able to take this image handheld at ISO 400, and I think that looks very nice. The next one is of some nice orange flowers. I think someone told me what these flowers were. Was it the African, I don't know, the African something. Uh, but these are these are flowers that are in my neighborhood on this big tree. And it's funny, I was uh, I was walking the dog probably uh, about two weeks ago and I was walking down the usual route that we go down. And all of a sudden I was walking along and I was going, where am I? Like I couldn't figure out where I was. And it's because that tree of the orange flowers, which was quite big, and it sort of um, kind of, it over it was overgrown and it kind of pushed into the path a little bit, you know, all the leaves and branches and stuff. Uh, someone had cut it down. So it was weird. I was walking along going, I couldn't get my bearings. I couldn't work out where I was and I couldn't work out why. And all of a sudden I realized that the orange flower tree had gone. It's been cut down. Uh, apparently they're a pest. They're not a real native Australian tree or anything. But anyway. The next one there is at Wynnum, again on box speed on the Fujifilm Class S, some young ladies down there at the, the water's edge in winter enjoying the afternoon light. Next one is pushed two stops, that is the Gumsing restaurant in Wynnum, some lovely colours there, you've got the nice fluorescent colours of the restaurant there and you've got the nice sort of sunset just to the right of the image, really like that. And I've got a few more here to finish off. We've got a couple taken on the Contax T3. Fre the Perry's Fresh Fruit Market. I like this image. I've shot this before. And um, yeah, I really like the silhouette there of the person in the in the foreground. And you can sort of see the, the sort of, uh, you know, fresh produce and all the oranges and apples and whatever out the front. And uh, you've got some nice ambient lights and some nice sort of, um, you know, artificial light there as well from the fruit barn. So I like that one. 
The next one was a beautiful sunset down at Cleveland. And you can see there's a fisherman there throwing his net in the water in the, right in the middle of the image. And I don't think, I don't know, I'm not sure that the colors, uh, the colors look fantastic, but I, I think the range of colors that I actually took on my iPhone looked better. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to try to start some film versus iPhone debate, but uh, maybe because it was push two stops, this image, but the the range of colors uh, on my iPhone, it just looked otherworldly. It looked like someone had just painted a picture and made the colors up. It was really, really beautiful afternoon. And the last image down there, we're back at Wyndham, and this is just an image of the pier jetty thingy. And uh, yeah, you can see what it looks like there in daylight. Push two stops, quite bright, but I think the colors look really, really nice there. So there you go. There's my little rundown of Cine Still 400D. I really love the film. I've really, really enjoyed shooting it. I think I've shot one roll of box speed and I think four rolls, three or four rolls now at ISO 1600 and one roll at ISO 3200. So yeah, it's, it's a really fantastic film. If you can get your hands on some, I would definitely recommend it. I did get an email the other day that Cine Still had done another drop on their website I think it came through like at 2 or 3 a.m. Uh, Brisbane time. And I just went on to their website later that day when I got the email. I, I just had a curiosity to see if there's any left. But um, no, it had all sold out by then. But certainly keep on watching for those Cine Still uh, notifications that they've got some more. And if you can get some more, I would definitely recommend it. And if you've enjoyed listening to me talk about 400D, make sure you get along to my YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras. There are three Cine Still 400D videos now. So there are literally, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 sample images in those videos. So I would definitely recommend it. You'll really get a good sense of what this film is capable of, especially when push two stops. I think it looks absolutely incredible. Uh, I've got about, uh, I think I've got about 10 rolls left now. And I'm not sure, even though they are releasing new stocks by the sound of it, I'm not sure when I'll be able to get some more. So I'm going to try and ration it now, uh, probably towards the end of the year. So I'll have to be a little bit, I have to slow down my, my shooting of it. Film, film slows me down. You know, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> gotta ration that 400D. If you would like to support this podcast, why not buy our data coffee? Visit coffee.com. That's ko dash f i.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras and buy him a coffee for just $3. Yeah. So now I'll talk you through my film rankings ranking the film announcements for 2022 and I have got a video about this on my YouTube so I'm just going to quickly skip through this. I've taken eight of the new film announcements this year and I've put them in order of of how excited I am for each of them. So in eighth place, I've put Cosmo Photo's Agent Shadow. Poor old Cosmo Photo. I, I put Agent Shadow in eighth place there only because, you know, it's not technically, it's not a new film and also because of the, the unfortunate delays from the producer there of, of the film. But I have actually got my Cosmo Photo uh, film. It's actually here. Where is it somewhere? Oh, here it is. It's, it's escaped already. Here it is. Just picking up the box. It's, it's a very nicely done box. 
uh, and a very nicely done canister as well. I think the design is is really fantastic. So um, congratulations to Stephen Dowling for that. I think he's done a, a fantastic job. And um, yeah, if you if you are in Australia and you want any Agent Shadow, let me know because I've got a few rolls for sale. Uh, because I've got I've got one in the camera right now. I'm actually shooting it at ISO 1600 in my Fujifilm Class S for an upcoming uh, YouTube video, and I'll be telling you about that as well. Uh, but I've got a few rolls here for sale, so if you are in Australia, hit me up, and um, yeah, I can, I can get some into your hands. Coming in at number seven, I've put Kodak Gold in 120 format. I know a lot of people have really, really enjoyed shooting Kodak Gold in 120 format since it's come back onto the market after what was about a 25 year hiatus last time that we saw Kodak Gold 200 in 120 format. Uh, personally though, look, I, I think it's great. I'm, I think it's fantastic that people have really enjoyed putting this in medium format cameras and they've, they're loving the results. I think that's great. However, it has really come at the cost of Kodak's consumer line, it seems, you know, trying to get gold in 200 in 35mm and Ultramax 435mm has uh, been pretty hard over the last, you know, 12, 18 months. And many stores have had a very limited supply for, for a long, long time. So it, it's kind of weird in a way. They sort of, they give you, you know, gold in 120 in, on one, in one hand and they take away their consumer lines uh, with the other hand. So uh, that's why I've put gold uh, in 120 format in seventh place i wasn't uh, wasn't that impressed with overall sort of you know offerings from kodak this year so far in sixth and fifth place i've put two new films from orwo our friends in germany uh they've got wolfen np100 in sixth place this is a brand new black and white film which uh, Orwo describe as an exceptionally fine grain 100 ASA 36 exposure black and white photo film and it's being made in a strictly limited run of 36,000 DX coated canisters. Uh, so uh, very exciting news. Um, they say it does differ from its stablemate Wolfen UN54 because it has an additional dyed anti-halation layer which improves sharpness. So there you go. It is different from UN54. Of course, UN54 has also been sold by Lomography under the Potsdam name. So there you go. Wolfen NP100 is similar yet different. And in fifth place, I've put Owo Color NC500. Very exciting announcement from Owo. This is a new color cinema film. It's a C41 uh, development film which is a bit of a surprise and it's ISO 500 film so it's I think it's their first uh, color film that all have produced in around 50 years so uh, this is very very exciting there was an update the other day, uh, probably about 10 days ago now, actually, on Orwo's web website, which they promoted through social media, and it sort of showed that the, the film is in production. The The shipping date is July, which is good because I, I've bought, uh, I think, 20 rolls I bought. And certainly if you go onto Orwo's website, you know, they have got the latest test batch uh, sort of shots, shots from the latest test batch. Uh, and the film it looks really nice. I think there's a picture of some a picture of a Smurf, like like a some artwork or something. Uh, but the colours are looking really nice. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting that uh, Orwo NC500, which should be coming out in July. So it might arrive here in time for my birthday in August. Fingers crossed. Uh, by the way, I hope the, I hope you guys can't hear the coughing in the background. There's just like a chorus 
of coughs, uh, the three of them in the background here at Matt Loves Cameras HQ. So they take turns at doing this round robin of coughing. And um, yeah, it's not particularly great when you're trying to record a podcast, but hey, what can, what, what can you do? What can you do, my friends? Uh, so yeah, but I've got to tell you that the Orwo films, you can actually buy direct from Orwo at orwo.shop. So get on there and support them. And um, yeah, looking forward to some more films coming out of Orwo uh, in the future as well. In fourth place, I've put Japan Camera Hunter's Fugu film. So this came on the same day as 400D and as the Golden 120 announcement. And of course, this is from Japan Camera Hunter. They've been working on a new color slide film for the last three years. This is a 400 speed slide film and they've done it completely without any kind of crowdfunding, which is uh, quite marvelous and quite amazing. And so I don't think there's been any more details on this since uh, late March, early April, uh, but certainly I'll be looking forward to that when, when even when that is announced for sale um, sometime soon I will be very very interested I'm actually getting to a stage though now where I'm I'm kind of broke so I'm hoping it's sooner rather than later uh, because the money is running out here at Matt Loves Cameras um, someone actually asked me the other day they said to me oh you know that that Santa film that's being there was a there was an Indiegogo you know sort of Kickstarter style campaign for the Santa color film and a few people actually messaged me and asked me and said you know are you backing it but I sort of said to them you know look I've backed you know uh, Turquoise I've backed um, uh, 400D I've backed Oro I've backed I don't know what else I, I can't sort of uh, keep uh, backing everything so this the Santa film I don't know it didn't really grab me as much as some of these other ones so I did not back the Santa film but um, certainly be uh, very exciting for people who who have backed that and if anyone here in Australia has any I'll be interested in grabbing a roll or two off them uh, but no I did not back the Santa film in third place uh, of my most hotly anticipated films of the year I've put Lamagrome turquoise of course this is should be with us very soon in theory i think the original shipping date was june but i think it's been put back to august now they've had some production delays uh, but this will be coming very soon at the tail end of the northern hemisphere summer and just in time for our spring here down under so i'm really looking forward to that uh, it seems like it's been coming for a long long time now it was it was announced uh, last november i think it was so it seems like forever since they announced it uh, but yeah, I'll be very, very glad when that arrives. Uh, I can't even remember what I've got now. I think I've got some 35 mil and some 120. So I'll be selling some of those those rolls uh, because I don't want it all for myself. So yeah, I'll be looking forward to shooting that. And um, yeah, very, very exciting news on that front. In second place, now in the original video, I put... Cine Steel 400D in second place, but I think I've got to swap them around now. I think in second place now, I'm going to put Adox Color Mission. Really enjoyed shooting that. The colors look fantastic. It is, um, you know, quite a contrasty kind of, quite a grainy sort of film as well, but I do really enjoy it. I've got about six or seven rolls, I think, left. So yeah, I think I, sh I just recently sold a couple of rolls of Adox uh, to Ryan Park um, down there in Sydney. Um, Ryan's a YouTuber. To go check out Ryan's channel. He's a really nice guy. And and really interesting videos and I also sold Ryan some a couple of rolls of Agent Shadow as well uh, so yeah so I've, I've put Adox Color Mission in second place and definitely 
first place at the moment uh at the halfway point in 2022 is definitely Sydney Steel 400D not so much because of that box speed roller shot but definitely after pushing this film for you know two stops and shooting in dusk low light conditions I absolutely love the look of 400D push two stops so it has become my favorite film so far of 2022 but it'd be interesting you know once I get my hands on turquoise once I get my hands on Orwo NC500 you know will this list change around a little bit guys I don't know perhaps maybe who knows keep listening and uh, find out later on in the year you're listening to Matt Loves Cameras that's the one you're gonna use Okay, I think this episode's just about to wrap up, mostly because um, it actually <laughs> kind of hurts for me to, to keep talking as long. Um, I haven't actually been afflicted with the cough that you might hear in the background from my family, uh, so I'm very grateful that I don't have the, the COVID cough, but um, yeah, I do have kind of a bit of a sore throat still, uh, even though I'm, I'm negative. I don't know, these, these symptoms kind of linger a little bit, and I, I do feel like a little bit breathless as well um, compared to how I usually am. Uh, so there you go. But anyway, we've got, let's wrap this up. I've just got a couple more things to get through. The X-Pro Comp. The X-Pro Comp is still going, my friends, until the end of August. So you've got about six weeks. So that's basically where you cr- we, we're doing cross-processed film in the X-Pro Comp. So get some old slide film. Get out there and just shoot it as best you can. Doesn't really matter. Don't think about it too much. And, uh, and then you ask for it to be developed by your lab in C41 cams. Or if you're doing it at home, you know, you just take your E6 slide film and develop it in C41 chems. And that, there you have cross-processed film. And that's what this competition's all about. Now, we've only got six entries so far. So we've got entries from Bill 2. We've got entry from Molly Kate. We've got an entry from... We've actually got two entries from Matt Jones. I think there's a bit of a steward's inquiry there about why Matt Jones has sent through two, two different uh, entries. Actually, I think I know why now. I remember now. Uh, Nathan McGee here in Brisbane and the last person is Mohammed Adhar Jardian so I hope I pronounced that last name right but there you go so uh, we've got five different people have sent in entries six entries from five different people I think Matt Jones might want me to um, delete his first entry because of a possible steward's inquiry into uh, it's uh, you know whether or not it's legit or not because um, he was using some expired chemicals and I think there was um, yeah some kind of weird thing going on there but the entries look fantastic so far so definitely get along to uh, if you want to find out all about this competition get along to mattlobscameras.com and right in the header of the website it'll say home every summer zine and the third menu choice there says x pro film competition so you can either click that in the header of the website or you just scroll down a little bit and there's a picture of a car and it says x pro film competition and so yes this is the, the second competition we're doing this year. There's a little rundown on what cross-processing is, some competition rules. You can use any any film camera, any film formats. You just have to cross-process your film. And there's some examples there of how you can do that. There's a competition entry form. Uh, basically, any film that you've had cross-processed uh, from the 1st of January 2022 until the closing date of the 31st of August 2022. And uh, there's just some little details there. 
on uh yeah how to send them through to me how big your images should be so check that out on mattlovescameras.com and i am delighted to announce the return of serial judge matthew joseph he'll be helping me decide the winner in the x pro comp and when i say he's a serial judge i don't mean cornflakes and rice bubbles although perhaps his opinions are more suited towards that rather than photography <laughs> I, I don't really know uh but there you go so matthew joseph is going to help me uh decide the uh, judge the competition which is fantastic. It doesn't look like we're going to have many people in this one uh, so far, which is okay. I mean, we might do a zine, we might not do a zine. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll just do it an, an e-zine, like a PDF style zine, uh, which will, uh, yeah, because it's not really, you know, if we only get 10 people sort of entering the competition, it's not really worth doing a zine over that. But then again, friends, we do have six weeks uh, left of the competition. Uh, so, yeah, let me know. If you are thinking about entering, let me know. It would be good to have a, a good gauge of who else is going to enter. So there's plenty more episodes of Matt Loves Cameras coming up. I'll be doing some more reviews soon. I haven't done a review of a camera in such a long time, but I will be doing a review of probably the Fujifilm Natura. That'll be the next review that I do. So I'll do a little podcast review of that. I'll also be doing, of course, a YouTube review. Uh, so yeah, really look forward to that. It's a camera that I really love using. And I always feel like, oh, you know, I'm going to take another roll and do another roll and do another roll. And then I'll do a review after the next roll. But I think you've just got to bite the bullet sometimes and write the review. Uh, I I don't think there's uh, too many more roles will change my opinion of the camera. I, I really love it. Uh, it's a fantastic little camera and I especially like using it in the winter months. Um, so yeah, so look out for that very, very soon, both here on the podcast and also on my YouTube channel. I've got 10 videos on YouTube now. So if you haven't checked it out already, get on there, youtube.com forward slash Matt Loves Cameras. Make sure you subscribe. I would love if you like and comment on my videos. Let me know what you think. Be very, very much appreciated and there'll also be a new episodes of the analog hour coming soon to this podcast feed and also to lucy's youtube channel we were talking about doing uh an episode maybe probably be next weekend actually the third episode of the analog hour um because uh, it's just a bit hard for me to do during the week and lucy had some uh, events on this weekend so yeah so but that will be coming analog hour episode three will be coming very soon and what what do you think about it being on the, the matt loves cameras podcast feed do you mind or you know is it an intrusion do you do you see it and, and do you curse us both or you know let me know what you think matt loves cameras at gmail.com Oh, I haven't told you about the Brisbane Camera Fair. The Brisbane Camera Fair was a couple of weekends ago. And it's actually where my wife suspects that I got COVID from, although I reject that because I was only there 45 minutes. As soon as I got there, I found the two beautiful little point-and-shoot cameras, which I bought. I snapped up straight away. So you'll have to listen to uh, next episode of the Analog Hour if you find want to find out what I got. But yeah, I was only there for about 45 minutes. There was some... Some really cool stuff there, really interesting stuff. But I basically blew all of my money within five minutes uh, and I didn't take too much cash. It was kind of almost like a, a safeguard mechanism, you know, like don't take too much cash because you'll spend it all. That's exactly what happened. I spent all of my cash, except for $5, I spent all of my cash in the first five minutes and then I was just wandered around like a lost soul looking at stuff that I had no money for. Uh, but it was, it was good to get out. I did wear a mask. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe that's where I picked up the horrible COVID from. Right, well, I guess I better sign off, guys. I will see you guys next time. Keep getting out there. Keep shooting film. There's plenty more adventures. Await us all. <laughs> Take care. Cheerio. Bye-bye.
gonna say you ruined that, but it actually sounded pretty good. Why, thank you. Is it coffee? It does. Oh my god. Yeah. Shut up. Aww. Come here, shut up. Yup. Yup. Come on. 